the South River. This is your gracious host, Mike Boyd. And today's topic is tired of going to the circus. Now, when you go to the circus, what you find and what you love is that you see all kinds of things you've never seen before, okay? You see clowns and jesters and elephants and monkeys and peanuts all over the place and people in weird get-ups, you know? It's great. It's like... As, as one of the movies says, one of the greatest shows in the world, you know, always something going on, it's exciting, you know, and a lot of times our lives are like that, you know, we're, we're going, we're doing stuff, we're working, we're changing up the house, we're moving here, we're moving there, we're, we're doing stuff, there's always something going on to keep the relationship moving, jiving, and flowing, but what happens when the bat virus comes to town. The bat virus comes around, the circus stops. You don't go to the circus anymore. People are tired of going to the circus because they think they're going to catch something. So everyone goes home and stays home. Now you and your wife are at home. And if you got kids, they're stuck there too. And, you know, they got their own little games and toys they're playing with. But the husband and the wife, what's going on with you guys? Or if you are in a long-term relationship, what are you guys doing? Here are some of the things that I find is going on because right now we see that the amount of divorces are going through the roof. The amount of people who are in long-term relationships who are splitting up are going through the roof. And I think I have some reasons why this is going on. Number one, a lot of men are realizing their wives or girlfriends' true nature. For most of the time when you're at work and you're moving, you're doing stuff, the little stuff she says and the little stuff she does, like ignoring you, which is abuse, ladies and gentlemen, um, just being catty and nagging to you, 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 you get over it, you call it, she's just having a bad day, but what happens when you feel like you realize that's not a one-off it's not just a day that is her actual nature what happens when you find out that she's not as cooperative as she pretends to be like during the times you guys are together which is probably eight to twelve hours if that she's playful and she can be cooperative a little bit nasty sometimes as far as her attitude but you find out that now that you're at home for most of the time now, like you can't go anywhere, she really is not a cooperative person. She likes to ignore you. She likes to play stupid mind games. And on top of that, she enjoys spending time on her phone more than she spends time talking to you. One of the second reasons I think uh, a lot of divorces will be happening is the relationship was and is based on routine, okay? Each of you have their own world. Um, there used to be a interesting theory that said that the men had the, their own world, as described by James Brown, and this is a man's world, you know? And he described the train, the buses, the planes that carry and move things and make the world work and be automated and just flow. 
that's a man's world. It's rough. It's not beautiful all the time, but there's a beauty in efficiency and getting things done and being a part of the team and making crap happen. For the women, their world was about caring for the children, caring for the house, going and washing clothes, singing and being with other women, talking about gossip, being girly and pretty and smelling nice and, you know, doing all the things that women enjoy, you know, that care-based morality thing, i.e. caring for the young and the old and just having their own little time to themselves to do what women like to do. But now that you're both home and he's not at work, he now gets to see your world and you don't want him to see the world that you live in because in many cases, a lot of men realize that the world in which women exist is not as hard or brutal as the world we live in. And on top of that, when we come home and hear all the nagging and the fighting and all the, the stuff that goes on where we have to balance you guys out most of the time, it's really just people saying crap and, and just starting drama just to start it. It's not really an issue. It's just people not wanting to get along and egos rubbing each other against each other and with men when we had that sort of problem we usually say hey dude let's go outside take off our blouses and we'll handle business or you stay over there i stay over here mutual destruction is assured so don't mess with me but with women it's something totally different there's rumors and gossip and phone calls all day long a lot of women and remember a lot or majority is anything over 50 percent it doesn't mean all are into drama and gossip and talking crap about each other. Then, most of the time, we don't got time for that mess. Just don't have time, and it's worthless. Why why waste your time? Another thing is that a lot of guys are going to notice that them and their girlfriend or spouse have both grown apart. She's more into things you... or she's more into the things you provide than into who you are you've always been a masculine dude who likes to chop wood or go hiking hunting or or you into basketball and playing sports and video games and she used to be into that she used to love watching you play 2k and and just rubbing on you and just you know just being a a partner being a, a friend a homie but now she's into looking beautiful her makeup herself and sticking to her own routine, which is something you never paid attention to because you were never here. And you're annoyed that she takes so long to do crap when you're a lot more efficient and it really doesn't need to take that long, you know? Or she's into the daddy or the husband do list where, yeah, her routines are taking forever, but she has a million and one things for you to do while she sits around in leisure and plays with her phone all day. She's into the things you can provide. She doesn't like who you are. Another thing is that you're not friends anymore. You don't have anything in common like music or your hobbies have changed. And whatever that you guys used to enjoy doing together and shared fun like working out together. Or you both like to, you know, uh, cook breakfast together and just talk about life and weird subjects you guys don't do that anymore you guys don't communicate that much anymore because one you're asking all the questions and two she don't feel like talking to you 
Or she got somebody else she's talking to on the side that she discusses all this stuff with, like her mother or her, her girlfriends, her best friend. And while she does talk with you on some things, it's usually a, a drive-by. You guys are doing other things, so you guys don't really spend that much time going in depth. Or sometimes either one of you takes up a position where you can't really explore the entire space of a subject and how you really think about it because you don't have that sort of vulnerability or emotional connection like you used to because you have guys haven't made it a point to do it now the third big reason is that you're not sexual beings to each other anymore this is a big one um before i jump into the notes here um I don't know if you watched my last podcast, but uh, I mentioned in there that there was a lawyer who practices family law who was talking about how most guys who come into his office to, you know, see if they can uh, get him to represent him in a divorce, when he asked him a question, how long has it been since you and your spouse had sex, a lot of these guys are reporting, and this is around seven to eight years, you know, the seven-year itch or the eight year one after most of these guys haven't had sex with their wives for a year or a year and a half and this is a standard and um, a lot of times it's because she's not letting you know she's still into you or she's been not into you and has somebody on the side or is deeply involved in a romantic novel i.e. a version of porn and that guy in that book beats the crap out of you all day including on Sunday and you don't even know that you're losing another thing is that because you're not sexual beings to each other and you're not working towards each other's sexual side there you don't do tender things to one another that while not sexual they build up the love bank there you know you guys don't physically touch each other unless it's to have sex there's no just back rubs or just cuddling or just taking baths together or showers together or just you know like hey babe just come sit in my lap you know for a little bit and doing stuff like that like you guys don't do that anymore and because you don't do that anymore you guys are no longer emotionally engaged with each other or emotionally tender with each other or heck you guys don't even engage emotionally unless it's to get things done or she she's having issues or she's spazzing out or, or, or getting on your last nerves like you guys just do not sit down and deal with the elephant in the room which are how you feel about each other what you think about each other do you guys even love each other anymore and if you're looking for a definition of love go look up first corinthians uh 13 4 through 8 excellent 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 version of scripture from the christian bible either in the king james version and or uh you know new living translation will be just fine as well but it's you look at these things really look at it and see if they apply to your relationship that you're in now it's quite revealing another thing is uh number four the fourth point is that you guys the guys in the relationship or the men realize they have been working for the possibility of sex and not for sex itself with the person they love or are dedicated to 
then realized that all the hoops and flaming boxes they jumped and cleared to impress and woo their spouse or girlfriend never ends. Gentlemen, realize that a lot of times women have an insatiable appetite for you to continually prove that she's number one in your book outside of God. You know, we're a Christian channel here. But she continually raises the bar for you to continually to show that you love and you desire her. So you have to do bigger and bigger gestures continually or at least keep up the effort that you've already put in before you can marry her to continue to show that you love her. And I agree, you should continue to show her that tenderness, love, and care. You know, if whatever it took to get her, you're going to have to continue to do to keep her. And ladies, that is the same thing for you all, for the few that do listen to this channel. If you've been knocking boots with this guy a whole bunch before you got married, and when you get married, you want to drop that sucker to half, you're going to have problems in the, in the house now. It's going to be a very agitated rooster. Don't do it. Find a compromise. Help him masturbate. Help, you know, do something. But don't let the sex in your relationship die, nor quit doing what got you that individual. Now, there's some cases where it's medical and other things going on, but don't let the flame die. You have to keep it up or you're going to lose it. Uh, one of my favorite comedians said, if it don't fit, you must have quit. So don't do that. All right. <laughs> um, here's another big one. Um, once again, from the guy's point of view. She stopped appreciating the 80% you brought into the relationship. This is a big one. A lot of times uh, you'll find in this quarantine bat time, bat virus time, I should say, a lot of guys are realizing that their women are cheating on them or emotionally connected to another person. It could be their mother. It could be their best friend. Heck, it could be another man. And... That 80% that you bring to the relationship, you know, you're paying for the house, the car, the food, the clothes, taking care of the kids, you're, you're, you're bringing home the bacon and you're helping fry it in the, in the skillet too when she's saying she's tired or she's going on, you, you know, you're, you're trying to be the best partner you can do, but she doesn't appreciate you doing all the things that you do to help keep the house running efficiently. It's all about her and her feelings and her, in her own head. And she figures that the 80% that you're bringing in is pedestrian. It's common. It's a standard. You can't change. This is what you're supposed to do. And this is what she wanted you to do. So therefore, it will stay there. And she can go and just demand that you treat her even better than what you're already doing. But as most wise and smart people will tell you, 80% is the best you can get out of your spouse. 80%. That other 20% is for them to be themselves. They have a little bit for their own mental health and their own their own inner happiness and peace because people need their own hobbies and happiness and their own little quiet time every once in a while to be able to be themselves, to be who they are. But that 80% is usually what they're giving to you, you know? And that 80% going towards that relationship is 100% towards that relationship. That's that 100% out of him. That 100% out of you is 80% of you at all times going towards making crap work, ladies and gentlemen. You got to do it. But a lot of times, a lot of women and some men, because men, we aren't perfect either. 
We take for granted the things she does to make the relationship work. That 80% she's given is 100% towards a relationship. Do not take it for granted. If she takes the time out of her day to bring you a beer or bring you a drink or to rub your back and just be like, I love you and I just want to tell you how I feel and you're brushing her off, stop it or else she's going to stop doing it and start doing it to, for, to somebody else. And same thing with you guys out there. Listen under my voice. Don't take the wonderful things your spouse is doing for you for granted. You can improve and you got to keep that sexual fire burning, but be friends, be be great to one another. Don't take for granted anything. Enjoy it. Let them know that it's an, it's enjoyable. Let them know that you appreciate them taking the time to worry and to be upset and cause you issues and drive you crazy. Because I'm telling you, when she stops doing that stuff, she stops telling you about all the weird times she needs to go pee and do all this other stuff, which is kind of weird, you'll miss it. Why? Because... When she tells you all this crap, she wants you to be a part of everything. And the same thing women with dudes. He's complaining about what he needs to fix and he wants input to help him solve stuff. Not to tell him what to do, but offer advice to help him do things. He likes that. Why? Because he's a problem solver. But if he didn't tell you his problems or his issues, that means he doesn't see you as viably being able to help him do what he needs to do. He can handle it himself or call a buddy to help him out. You don't want that. The best thing in a, uh, one of the my favorite quotes it says that love is a friendship on fire. Good fire, not not bad fire, but good fire. <laughs> All right. Now, here's the one that is uh, probably the, the key, <laughs> the coup de gras of what's going on here, and why a lot of these <laughs> relationships and marriages are going to be burning up is because there is either a Brad, a Tyrone, Tyrone a Chuck or a, a, a Juan or a Pablo somewhere or a female is giving your spouse or your husband that 20% they think is missing but it's really them doing their part to make themselves great and to make themselves emotionally available for the 80% they should be putting in And what I'm really saying, if you can really interpret the words I'm saying, is that that person is being lazy. Yeah, they're putting that 80%, but that 20% that they should be doing, the, you know, the you know, to talk to themselves, to make sure they're doing the internal work that only they can do for themselves to be emotionally healthy, to be able to be emotionally vulnerable with their spouse and to tell them how they feel and, you know, check how their own how they're feeling. They're not doing that. They're letting somebody else pump them up full of knowledge that isn't good, that's going to lead them to cheat or lead them to make a very bad decision. And they're actively allowing this to happen. And then when they cheat and then it comes out or you, the either spouse finds out, it gets bad. And then here comes divorce and splitting up the house, the kids, the assets and stuff. If you're doing this or you, you, you think about doing this, don't do it. It's bad it's going to destroy your relationship. And if you're already at that point, break up with the person and move on about your life and go out and enjoy that sort of life that you want to live with that 20%. And I guarantee you're going to regret it because 80% that is totally dedicated towards the relationship is more than enough 
to keep things going. Now, those are my ideas on why we're going to see a lot of people breaking up during and the divorces are going to come steamrolling in once the backbiters has cleared out because people are tired of the circus. They're tired. People need to just be honest, be caring, and as we grow and we change, grow together, change together, drag each other wherever you're going. And while it may be painful and annoying that she doesn't want to go and watch you, you know, put your truck through mud or, you know, wash your car or do stuff like that, take her along anyway, even if she's grumpy. Why? Because she'll eventually or he'll eventually see that it's important to you and that if it's important to you, it should be important to them. All right. But if not, break up, do it quick, easy and efficient and get on about your business. (laughs) Either way, do what's right, do what's kind and do it in honesty. Once again, this is Seventh River and your gracious host, Flame Void, signing off. Have a great afternoon. All right now. Bye.